there are always going to be reasons why you can't do this and you have to overcome those reasons. You have to, again, clear your mind of can't. If your feet go, your your mind will follow and you know, your, your mind changes. All right, Brandon, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast, my friend. I'm so happy you're here. Hey, I'm super excited to be here, Dr. A. Thank you. Me too. And I, I, we talked about this before we actually hit record. I feel like I'm getting the two for one special because we had a fit mother recording with your wife, Elizabeth, a couple days ago, and now we get to hear your story. And I think this story is going to be powerful, not just for the weight and the transformation that you've made amidst your busy life, but this has been a family affair. So on that note, please introduce yourself, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you love to tell about your family and what you do for work. Yeah, sure. My name is Brandon Michaels. I just turned 36 this week. Um, I am from Northeast Ohio. Um, I am a mixed animal veterinary practitioner. Um, been a veterinary for 11 years now. I have an amazing wife, Elizabeth. We've been together for 19 years. Just recently um, had our 10-year anniversary. Um, and then we have three uh, wonderful, amazing, and extremely active children. Uh, we have Lincoln, who's five and a half, William, who's two and a half, and then we have a 10-month-old uh, daughter named Heidi, and she's starting to crawl and wanting to walk now. So uh, adding another one to the chaos. Yeah, that is a that is a full life you have, my friend. Okay, so just I'll ask before we actually get into your fit follower journey. I'm, I'm interested on the the mixed veterinary practice. Like, so just a couple curious things that other people are probably curious about. We don't get the chance to deep dive with a veterinarian too often. Like, uh, what what are the main uh, animals that you treat or like to treat? And you know, any interesting story you'd like to share from this past year on on cases that have come in? Sure. So, um, a mixed animal practitioner pretty much means I see anything, I do everything. All right. So, um, here in rural Ohio, um, we have a lot of small family farms. So, uh, part of my day mm-hmm. or of my week, I should say, not only with dogs and cats, but I work on cows, I work on horses, uh, you know, pitchy goats, uh, the mm-hmm. occasional giraffe and elephant. Uh, you kind of never know what's what's going to happen, what's <laughs> going to come through the door, or what you're going to get called out to do, because a, a big portion of our practice is ambulatory, so we drive to them instead of them coming to us. Right. Um, so I, I work on everything. Uh, on the small animal side, uh, I'm primarily a surgeon. I do a lot of advanced surgical stuff, yeah. orthopedics, large animal side, jack of all mm-hmm. trades. Uh, it, it all depends on what's on the book that day. So um, lots of lots of interesting stories. Uh, you never really know what you're going to get into. I bet. Uh, every, every single day is different, and that's what keeps it fun and enjoyable. For sure. I bet your surgery skills are just like wicked. I mean, do all do surgery and then all the different animals. I'm just like, phew, super cool. All right. Well, yeah. to fit father, what prompted you to find the program? Where were you at before you yeah. started? How did you find us? Let's talk about the origin a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it was uh, August of last year. Um, I had just actually went in for some advanced imaging and actually a stress test. Um, my my mm-hmm. father um, was always a super active guy growing up, smaller guy. I'm, a, I'm actually a really big guy. Uh, my dad is a pretty small guy. Um, and then you, know, as normal things go, um, your family comes first. You have some health events. You let let kind of your health slip a little bit. Um, yeah, and, and he ended up uh, was was days to weeks away from a massive heart attack and dying. You know, it was, it was you know kind of divine intervention that led him down the path that he went getting uh, medical help treatment. Um, and then, you know, I'm approaching that age. He, he had open heart surgery when he was uh, 40. 
and I'm I'm now 35, you know, going back a year ago, and and really, really, you know, always in the back of my head for the last you know, 20 years was was my health um, and wanting to make sure that you know maybe that wasn't me. But again, you know, I growing and being kind of the cocky person around that that's not going to happen to me. Um, but you know, every day in the mirror, he just you know, I kind of looked at myself and said, you know, I'm not happy with the person that I am. I'm not happy with the way that I look. Um, you know, and, and always have this negative self image uh, with yourself and, and that negativity in your mind. And I'm the type of yeah. person that I, it's a lot easier for me to let myself down than to let others down around me. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll drop everything yeah. that I'm doing. I will run and help you, you know, friends, family. Uh, but you know, for me, it's a lot easier for me to let myself down. So, um, you know, and, and that was, yeah. was true. And at the time of my life. Um, I let, I let the age or where you the age now where a lot of, you know, young fathers are kind of letting things slip, letting things go. So looking back and reflecting on that, that even worried me more, you know, now I have a, a growing family, more active family, making time for myself, yeah. making time for my health. You know, I get as most young fathers that just becomes, you know, kind of a last priority. So uh, sitting back again, reflect, reflecting. For sure. You know, if I keep letting myself go, if I keep going down this path that I'm currently on, you know, I, I'm really afraid that this is going to, to, you know, end up being a large issue for my health, for me and my family, because ultimately I want to be around for my family, provide for them, protect, protect them, watch them grow up, watch their, their kids grow up. Y'all, yeah, I want to be around. Yeah. So, um, you know, August of last year, uh, as most nights I'd be sitting on the couch after work, messing around my phone, you know, online after the kids are in bed. Um, and, and, um, yeah. just kind of looking and talking to my wife, uh, you know, Hey, I, I need to do something again for you know, the 14th time. I need to do something. Um, talking about maybe I should look into a personal trainer, you know, maybe what's out there online. It, it, you know, always the the quick fix in the back of your mind. You hear people, oh, weight loss surgery, you know, that's the quick thing. And, you know, I'm a surgeon, love surgery, but surgery on myself freaks me out. Okay. So I'm like, you know, that's that's not a route I want to go. And, and yeah. looking at this being responsible, you know, I, I was in athletics in high school, early college. I can do this, but. Uh, I just need to find the motivation and, and find the right fit for me. Um, and, and I've done the P90X. I've done Insanity. Uh, yeah, I've done those programs. And, and as many other fit fathers on this yeah. program have come and said, they're very unrealistic long-term. And I said, I need to find something that's realistic for me yeah. that I can do, uh, that I can keep up with, that this is something that will truly be a lifestyle change for me and not just the quick fix to two to three month thing. Something that I have to be able yeah. to dedicate to not burn out uh, from doing it and something that I can continue with for the rest of my life. So yeah, I, tr I truly say this is divine intervention. Um, I, yeah. I'm scrolling through Facebook and, and you know, picture of you pops up in uh, some of the the men in the background. You know, these are all you know fathers in their in their forties, fifties, sixties. Just the the insane transformations that they went through, and it was just very unbelievable. So that I I looked into a little bit more. I, I listened to your origin story, um, started listening to some of the other fit fathers, and, and going through some of the basics of the, of the free program, if you will, just just trying to learn a little bit more and. I really looked at in my wife. I said, you know, I think I found mm -hmm. something that is going to be realistic for me, something that I will be able to do that I won't burn myself out of, you know, it'll be okay if, if, Hey, you miss a day, you know, you're this not the end of the world. So, um, and then it was, you know, 
try the the FF30X, the first phase, you know, for for so much. And then, you know, I literally the next day I I was in, you know, in full mode doing some research, reading about it. I'm like, this is something that I can do. I went ahead, I bought the whole program, the Fit Father for Life. Um, and in the, the following Monday, it was actually my wife's birthday when I started. It was August 22nd when I started. Um, it, it just, I, I going back to that time and just remembering that first workout. Oh my gosh. Um, after that first workout was done, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do this. I just, I was really had some hard things going through my head. You know, how, how did I let myself slip this far? Um, and, and so, but you know what? I, I submitted to it. I said, I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm, and I did. So I progressed through it and went on from there. Man, that was just a power packed, like origin story. I got chills multiple times and I want to commend you on something. I think I want to commend you on having the foresight to really see where you were heading and head it off. Cause I think there's a lot of guys listening to this that are probably thinking, man, I wish I would have been smart enough to have a wake up call at 35 instead of 55. And so I, I think you, you know, is, is, is still challenging and deep as this journey has been to unwind all that. You made an amazing decision for your family, especially now having a 10 month old to think like what she's going to get to experience with you at so much better health now is like, it moves me a lot. So you get into the first phase, you're starting to work it. How much does your fitness change over, let's just say, working the apex over time? That first workout almost wrecks you. Um, I want to hear about how your progression goes on the exercise front. And then I also want to hear about some of the nutrition changes you've made and maybe contrast what you were doing with food before and maybe things that were tripping you up and then how Fit Father changed your nutrition. But let's start with exercise. Yeah. So um, go back to that first workout, Monday morning, 5 a.m., woke up. Um, started, I, I, I had a pair of 15 pound dumbbells started off, you know, what I thought was light. Um, I got up to eight going up the ladder and I crashed at eight and I said, there's no, I'm running out of time. I, I allotted an hour and a half to work out um, before I had to go to work. Um, I crashed at eight and I said, I'm not going to make it down. So I started back down after eight. I made it to six. I was so gassed. I couldn't move. I laid there on the floor in a puddle of sweat. I couldn't move. <laughs> I, I remember I actually, I felt physically ill that rest of yeah. that day. My It was a complete shock. All that toxic junk just built up in your system from all the bad habits, that the junk that I ate, the, you know, little to no exercise. All that stuff was just being released at once and kind of you know, into a shock and just felt physically ill and think of, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? Um, and, and, you know, just that first month and I, and I told myself, yeah, this is something I'm going to stick with. I just cleared my mind of can't, you know, I submitted to the will of this program. I shut my mind off. I said every morning, I'm going to get out of bed. I'm going to do this. And I did. And so I progressed through it. And it was amazing from the first apex 10 that I did to that following Friday was that next apex 10, the amount of progress. I actually finished it. One to ten, back down to one. Now I had I had to modify. I, I had to go down yeah. to my knee. I think I, I did ten. I had to go down to my knees for the rows and in the push-ups. But I I did yeah. actually make ten. And I sat back and like holy smokes, I was able to do this. Three uh, or four or five days later. Um, so as progressing through month one, just seeing the the amazing transformation in in strength and stamina that you can keep going and and still you know going from modifying to no longer having to modify being able to do the full workout 
in its intensity in its entirety um, was absolutely mind-boggling to me. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was just mind-blowing just that first phase at the transformation that I had both physically and mentally uh, was was just amazing. I gotta say, like one thing that you did so well is, and you 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 said it many ways, is submitting to your commitment, submitting to the will of this program. And it reminds me of like the Alcohol Anonymous, like 12 steps. And one of those steps is basically admitting that you're powerless and submitting to a higher power in whatever way you perceive that. And I guess that's like in a time when we're feeling weak, it's being able to create that deeper connection to a stronger will, a divine will, or even just your resolution to your own commitment. And like you did that and that was able to carry you through that initial gap. And then you're also now starting to describe this other momentum that starts to kick in where the whole process itself and the improvements you're seeing are now motivation and wind in your sales. So I'm seeing how these gears are changing. Now you're changing your nutrition too. I'd love for you to kind of compare and contrast what you were eating beforehand to how you change with fit father and feel free to get into any bad habits. Cause I mean, I know you were over 300 pounds, oh, yeah. so I know that you definitely were eating yeah. some things that were kind of, you're trapped in some cycles. So let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, my starting weight was, was 320, 320 pounds. Now that wasn't my highest. I think my highest was 324 and, you know, doing, doing kind of the yo-yo dieting thing, you know, bouncing back and forth. But I started this uh, at 320. So, you know, as for eating, you know, we had fairly routine meals, you know, breakfast would usually be a big bowl of cereal because I'd get up for everybody else. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'd be off at work before everybody else would get up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes I make, make eggs or whatever, but most of the cereal. Um, lunches was whatever maybe you had tonight before or packing my lunch or honestly just a lot of times just stop and pick something up uh, at McDonald's yeah. or at, at a, like a, a local deli um, just something um, something that was kind of quick that sounded good and, and even pizza uh, one of my mm -hmm. favorite things is fast uh, is uh, gas station pizza uh, it's mm -hmm. it's you know I don't know I just it's comfort food uh, so you know 10 yeah. o'clock I'd be rolling through filling my, my ambulatory unit up and you'll run in grab you know a, a 44 ounce of Mountain Dew and a pizza and you know, crush that yeah. when I was going to my next my next call and yeah. um, one of my worst habits uh, absolutely worst habits and, the, and it, it hates me or pains me to say this but um, Mountain Dew was my go-to. That was the one thing that brought me that little bit of joy of the day. You know, I, I used to go to Speedway, get a 44 ounce of Mountain Dew every single day and, you know, full Dang. ice, full of Mountain Dew and I, every day, every single day. And, uh, you know, for the, the next two to three to four hours, I was drinking that just brought you that little, little bit of comfort, uh, driving through the countryside yeah. again, farm to farm, doing what I do. Um, and, and, you know, now that I sit back and look at that and just that the amount of sugar that is in one of those things. I was consuming that, you know, five, six, seven days a week. That was, that was my, again, my go-to. Uh, I just, I loved it. Um, so when, you know, fast forwarding to this program, you know, essentially stopping cold Turkey, um, yeah. I, I went through caffeine withdrawals. I, I had yeah. severe headaches. Um, but you know what? I was like, you know what? I, take some Tylenol, just pound the water, you know, go to that drinking a gallon mm -hmm. of water or more a day, um, had, had really helped. And then, you know, as for our daily nutrition starting on, um, I started right away. I, I ordered the, uh, uh, the, the fat burning, uh, protein that you, that you guys yep. provide, um, started that. So every morning that's my breakfast. I and mean, it has been since I started 16 plus months ago, we all mm -hmm. have that usually five, maybe six, six days a week. Um, sometimes yeah. I'll throw some eggs and other things in there, but it's just, it's, it's quick, it's easy, it's nutritious and it's pretty filling. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And then for for lunch, uh, I got real big into doing the manwiches with the Ezekiel bread. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. a massive handful of spinach, and I got big bear paws. Yeah. You throw a big handful of spinach on there. <laughs> um, so a little bit of avocado, maybe some turkey. Um, would do that for a lot of lunches, or I'd have leftovers from the the perfect plate the night before. We always would usually would mm-hmm. make extra to have a meal or two. Because uh, again, yeah. being busy is nice. Making one big and then kind of splitting it out for a couple of days and weeks sure. preparing for that would do that and then dinner is perfect plate um you know we, we do yeah. we do a lot of chickens uh we do uh turkey uh we'll have some mm-hmm. beef in there too maybe a little bit of pork um and then just mm-hmm. you know half a plate of veggies um as for the the carbohydrates a lot of times we're, we're sweet potatoes are kind of you know, our go-to um some long yeah. or wild rice we do that yeah. um and some key yeah but now they'll throw some key on it to change things up a little yeah. bit but that's kind of our main go-to's for carbohydrates um, but yeah, so that's kind of, you know, my day, uh, every day now. Well, I want to comment on something cause I know just from the chronology of your story, like you were starting this before your wife, Elizabeth was actually doing this. And you think you'd lost probably like 50 or 60 pounds before she was like, huh, you know, I, I might be interested in a kind of big change. How did you get her enrolled in this kind of concept of maybe helping out with the food and helping out with dinner? Cause you're running around and you're busy. So like, uh, what was the conversations that you had with her directly? How do you approach your family and say, I'm going to do this? How do you get their buy-in, especially when they're not necessarily doing the same thing you did? I think a lot of guys would find that valuable to figure out how you did that. Yeah. Well, you know, to, to talk about my wife, you know, she's my rock, um, you know, from, from day one, doesn't matter what I do. She supports me hundred percent and she'll go out of her way to continue to support me. Um, you know, when she was, when I started this program, she was, she was five months pregnant with our daughter. Yeah. Um, and wow. you know, so pre- you know, pre- pregnancy tends to bring on you know lots of cravings, lots of you know special things. So, but initially it was a little bit hard. You know, she'd be sitting beside me eating a bowl of cereal for a snack at night or whatever. But you know, the the kind of the will, uh, the willpower to say, you know, okay, that's fine. You eat that. I'm going to sit here and you eat that. I can watch TV with you. That's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but you know, as as we went through, um, you know, I lost I lost 27 pounds the first month on on, on Fit Father 30s. So first phase. Lost me you know, almost thirty pounds. Fast forward six months later, I was down sixty pounds. Um, we had just had our daughter. My wife was about eight weeks postpartum, and mm-hmm. she, you know, she said, you know, I, I kind of want to start getting, you know, losing some of this baby weight that I have, you know, maybe yeah. about 10, 15, 20 pounds from from what she was, you know, historically to now. And you know, she's she, we've had three children, but yeah. uh, so she's like, you know, maybe I should start looking into your program. I said, well, you know, they do make. A, a fit mother program and she's like really yeah went online she searched it and i think that night she she enrolled she jumped both feet in and she started it within a day or two um and, nice. and so now we kind of go back and forth you know we push each other we don't typically work out the same times but uh um, yeah. you know she pushes me i push her you know if i maybe maybe reach for a little something i'm not supposed to have you know for a little taste she's like you know, should you really be eating that uh, so, you know, we, we keep each other accountable. We push each other because of the physical changes of me, you know, that she's seen, you know, then now the physical changes that she's gone through, which have been absolutely tremendous. Um, again, it's just yeah. back and forth. We push each other and we, it, it, we support each other in that as well. And our children see that too, you know, our, our two-year-old, mm-hmm. um, he calls it, you know, muscles. You know, when I, when daddy goes down, works out, he calls it muscles. So, um, you know, they get down to, he's down there doing a warm up with me. I do a specific warm up routine and he does, yeah. he's doing that just kind of bouncing all over the place. So it's a lot of fun. That's so cool. And just to think that, 
this is the culture that he's your two-year-old's being brought up in, and this is just normal, engaging, and fun. And that's the fabric of his psycho- psychology and relationship. This stuff is such a blessing that you're giving all of your kids, let alone Heidi. I mean, she's just going to be, you know, in the flow of all this stuff. And it's probably going to thrive because you all are doing better nutrition, probably a lot less sugar in the house. So that's just so cool to hear. H- how did your how did your mindset begin to change? You know, because I mean, the negative self-talk is something that, you know, gets built up pretty substantially from not liking how you look and feel. And you start to take more aligned action. You start to see more results. And even that effort of those workouts and being consistent is a purifying aspect. But how, how it is now almost like a year and a half or so onto this lifestyle, like how has your mindset changed in the different phases of the program? How would you describe your mental, emotional experience now versus then? And how can you talk about the progression of all that? Yeah. So, um, you know, talking about the emotional aspect is really huge because I, you know, in my, in my mission statement, when I started this. Um, you know, thinking about all of that, I, I'll, I broke down. I, I was just a mess writing this, and it took me a while. I mean, I had tears in my eyes; I couldn't see. I was just was an absolute, you know, mess emotionally trying to write this thing. And mm-hmm. you know, keeping that in mind, you know, physically, what I or mentally, when I'm going through doing some of these hard exercises, you know, wanting to give up, not wanting to wake up in the morning at five a.m. to work out, you know, oh, I could skip a day, skip a day here, you know, re- reminding yourself. That you know, go back to your mission statement. This is why I am doing this. This is I'm doing this. You know, realistically, not just for me. I'm doing this mostly for my family, so I can take care of. Them. Um, you know, so that just drove me through it. You know, that that was the the main thing that gets me through all my exercises, all my workouts. Mm-hmm. And then as you see, as you see your body changing, and, and again, you see yourself every day, so you don't pick up on the minute things. But you know, looking back over time, and, and definitely taking those pictures, you need to take pictures. Yeah. Um, of yourself yeah. and every single month before I would start the next phase, I would take a picture of the same place, you know, learning the same stuff so I could document mm-hmm. the physical changes. And yeah. just that alone it is enough to lift your spirits and make you just realize, hey, I can do this. This mm-hmm. is actually physically changing me. And by seeing those physical changes, it changes you mentally and emotionally as well. Yes. Um, it, and, and makes you stronger, makes you mentally mm-hmm. stronger, mentally tougher. And, you know, thinking about, you know, now that I'm uh, so far into it, you know, I, I can have a bite of this, have a bite of that. You know, when you kind of have one of your free meals, mm-hmm. you you almost, you know, feel guilty. You, you feel real yeah. guilty. like, you know what? I didn't really need to eat that. I didn't have to have that. So this is a true changing of your mind mentally and physically to where, yeah. you know, before you, you just grab something, you don't think about it. Now, you know, you, you put so much more thought into what you consume <laughs> and what you do every day. Yeah. It's it's that part of me is just just astounded, you know. Again, that that feeling of you know I really shouldn't eat this, or we don't need to eat this. Um, so you just stay away from it, and it absolutely changed you from where I where I've been to where I am now. Yeah, that's so well said. And I think what to kind of expand on that a little bit is it's the awareness. It's a it's a values based well, level of living. It's more conscious, and and you're more aligned. And every choice has more weight to it. It's not mindless anymore. And that means you're more integrated too, because all these choices about what you put in your body is an expression of what you care about the most. It's like, I'm eating things for my deepest values to feel the way I want to feel, to be there for my family. And so there's just more purpose imbibed in all of your activities. And I think that's what we, we, we desire to have a meaningful and significant and connected life. And obviously the food now integrated into that for you is probably as motivating as anything. Hey, it's Dr. Ray. I want to quickly pause this episode to thank you for listening to this Fit Father podcast. 
I am just blown away at how amazing this podcast has become. I had no idea when I started FFP around 10 years ago that it would grow into such an impactful mission. And I want to let you know that I am so grateful to be connected to you in this lifetime. And on behalf of me and my entire team, we are so grateful to be in your life, helping you get and stay healthier for your family. That's what I want to share. Just some gratitude from my heart to yours. Let's get back to today's episode. Okay. So I want to hear about your your experience in phase two, phase three, and phase four. Um, as you've gone through the phases, there's some guys listening to this who may be earlier in the journey, some guys who might be veterans like you and now are in the phase four and cruising. Can you kind of document what, what felt significant about each of those phases? If you can remember anything, whether it was starting any of the new habits introduced in those phases or just how your mindset and your body was changing throughout all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, starting off phase two, your, your exercises change and, I think that was also part of the beauty of this program is you're not stuck doing the same thing because you absolutely hit those plateaus. And I did I, about week four, starting week four into the first phase, I had a plateau. I lost 27 pounds the first three, you know, three plus weeks. That last mm-hmm. week of phase of phase one, I hit a plateau. I, I didn't lose any weight that entire week and thinking, okay, what's going on? And then you you fast forward into phase two, you start doing different, different MRTs. You start doing different weight training workouts. Um, mm-hmm. You're starting to talk about the fasting, um, mm-hmm. and you know that just all of a sudden now. I went to bed and I woke up and I was three pounds lighter. Uh, I literally <laughs> within a week, it was just it, it was it was just amazing. Um, yeah. So you know, continuing to progress, adding in those those extra workouts, you know, everything got progressively harder. I upped my weights. I went from 15s to 30s. I'm like, okay, I could do nice. this. So went to 30s. So you know, adding adding the new weights, doing the new exercises. Um, you know, the, the fasting was huge. My, my first fast, um, we actually ended up having to travel for a, for a family funeral. Um, and so I remember traveling about four hours away with my wife and the kids. And after the funeral, we, we went to the, uh, you know, kind of the hall to have a little family dinner and, you know, they're having, oh my gosh, this amazing food. And it just smelled amazing. looked amazing. Here I am sipping my water. Everybody asking me, you know, why I'm not eating. Um, but adding that, that, that fate of the, uh, the fasting in, in having the, um, the mental strength to do that in the face of, you know, having all yeah. the food that you can eat and just kind of free will eating whatever you want. Um, you know, that adds to it and that metabolically changes you as well um, yeah. to where now your mind, the, the when I'm fasting towards the end of my fast, I, I have, you know, kind of a mental clarity. You know, my, yeah. my mind isn't racing as it typically does. Um, yeah. And so adding the fasting in and then as you're moving through some more of the, the cycles doing the, Doing the the carb uh, cycling, you know, having maybe you know yep. my breakfast shake and no more carbs throughout the day. So all of these are continuing to build up, keeping your body guessing, so it doesn't have time yep. to kind of equilibrate and stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, is another beauty of this program. And even in the phase four, um, you know, that's where I am. Is that you know that kind of sustained? That's kind of where I've been, um, and I have relaxed a little bit, uh, kind of like a ninety ten. Yeah. To where ninety percent of the time I'm eating everything, I'm I'm doing all my workouts. I don't skip those. Uh, but you know now I'll my my thing is you know, have a little snack bite here and there. You know, I don't yeah. usually have a whole lot of free meals, but I more so just snack a little. You know, hey, I might have a you know a couple pieces of Hershey Kiss or something. Yeah. Um, you know, to where just you know a little bit more of a of a slightly normal um sense that you know hey I can eat this understanding that you know I might yeah. not might not lose, but my plan is not to gain. So kind of equilibrating out to that sustained part of that phase four, continuing to do those new workouts, 
um, and, and knowing that, you know, I'm now more of a kind of a normal lifestyle back before I start my, my cycle through the first of the year. Yeah. And that's, and to allude to that, I think that's brilliant what you just said. And, and I want you, I want to ask you about that in a little bit, how you are going to plan to run through the phases again. But before we even get specifically into that, I think something you've already realized and you're living out that I want everyone to really recognize is that this process goes through periods where you're really blasting and you're going hard and intentionally and then more sustaining periods. And then you'll get back more into blasting. And like, that's exactly how the cycles of nature go. There's active times and more resting quiescent times, and you got to be able to move through those flows. So I think it's a skill that you're literally developing about how to maintain and sustain at the 90, 10 level. And then when you feel motivated and ready and the time is right, how to blast and get back through. So what is the plan for the new year? Let's walk into kind of like what you want to experience. If it's any body specific goals that you have, um, or just accomplishing the program again, and maybe a weight that you want to get to or, or something like that. I'd love to hear about your future goals next year. Yeah, sure. So my, my original goal in this program, uh, again, I was 320 when I started, I, I set a really lofty goal for myself. And, and to be honest with you, it was a little bit unrealistic at first. Um, but I said, you know, I said my entire adult life, I said, if I can get down to 250 pounds, that would be a very healthy weight for me because mm-hmm. I'm a really, really stout person. I mean, I'd like to get a scan to see how thick and big my bones are, dense my yeah. bones are, but I'm just, I'm just a big square built guy. Um, and so 250, I actually look fairly thin. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what, if I'm going to go to 250, I'm going to go to 235. What the heck? Um, so I made it down to, to 260. So that's that 60 pound nice. mark down. And that's where I've been sustaining. Um, and so I've been focusing a little bit more on some on muscle working out. So kind of you know semi old school muscle, um, yep. doing some more muscle building stuff. Um, yep. But starting starting the first year, I'm going to jump back on you know kind of full go. You know, tighten up my my diet again, um, yep. making sure that I'm hitting all those you know back to apex ten. Starting yep. off doing heavier weights, adding yep. in some more hits, um, yep. and then trying to really heavily focus to you know hey get down to this 235 goal that I have. So um, again, you know, to lose more body fat, um, yeah, I, I don't exactly know where I'm at body fat wise. I'd say I'm probably somewhere, you know, around 20% now, but try yeah. to get down to maybe that 15, sub 15. Nice. And then jump into the the, the OSM. Nice. You know, I've always said, you know, a six, a six pack is unrealistic for me. Um, you know, I said that that's not my goal, but secretly it is kind of my goal, um, <laughs> and, you know, little goal just, uh, visually for myself. Um, so that, that's kind of where, where my, my next, um, you know, my next year is going to hopefully play to go, uh, starting off, like I said, first January. I love it. All right. So I want to hear some about some non-scale victories that you've had along the way over this last year and a half. Um, you know, obviously you've mentioned, you've certainly mentioned some of them, um, but any, any stories stand out or, or moments along the way that were not necessarily weight related, but that were just super cool. Could be people noticing things, changes in job and just, you know, obviously your exercise performance, but talk about some NSVs. I'd love to hear some, some of those highlights. Yeah. So I had a, I had a follow-up doctor's appointment, my family doctor's kind of a yearly physical and I went in did the whole weight thing, went in, talked to the nurse, and the nurse types it into the system. And she's like, this says you're down 18% of your body weight. She's like, that, that can't be right. I was like, no, no, it kind of is right. She's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? I said, yes, I'm okay. I'm doing this purposely. Um, but yeah, so I had a lot of people notice, you know, some long-term clients, maybe I only see once or twice a year, they, they really noticed. Um, so that's really cool um, to, that you get, you know, you get that notice from, from other people you don't see a whole lot. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, you got that. Uh, but, you know, realistically, other, otherwise, 
um, being able to to do the type of work that I do, especially on the large animal side, it, it is fairly physical. Being able yeah. to do it just so much easier, being so much more flexible, uh, and, and not um, being out of breath or winded if, if I'm picking up, you know, a two thousand pound horse's foot um, and working on it for a little <laughs> bit. So, you know, there's just the health aspects um, and, and the stamina now that really benefit me in my job. You know, of course. You know, the clothes, you know, my, my pants, uh, you know, now I, I usually wear more 42. I, I wear size 38, which are even still a little bit large on me now. Um, you know, on the last you know, the last little hole, all my belts, I hate throwing belts away because <laughs> I have really nice belts. So it's like I can have, yeah. find somebody to put new holes in them. Um, but yeah. just that, um, you know, my overall, you know, I, I have, I'm on a cholesterol medication. So, um, you know, my overall cholesterol numbers, I was, you know, my total cholesterol was in the 250s before I started this. Now mm-hmm. I'm like 110. Um, so you know, my doctors even say, Hey, babe, maybe we should take you off of this. Maybe, you know, maybe not do this. So definitely, you know, the, my health values are, are definitely another MSV that, uh, can't yeah. be understated because again, overall health, uh, is a part yeah. of this program and part of the overall mentality of why, you know, not only myself, but I think every fit father t- test, that's part of why we're doing this is just overall health. Yeah. Well said, powerful for sure. Um, what what have you what has your experience been like watching Elizabeth go through this and seeing her succeed? Like, how's it been just being in like the observer seat of her journey? Yeah, so I I feel very honored and blessed that you know she says that I was the overall motivation for her to do this because again you know my my wife as we were talking prior you know she's pretty hardcore when she finds something you know she jumps into it both feet. Um, so watching her do this program you know a similar program to what I'm doing. And finding the su- successes that she has had, um, and and not only just physically, but mentally, because mm-hmm. you know I, I would say as, as a lot of mothers they really view their bodies as you know that's what's uh, you know, very important to them, um, you know physically for for the physical and mental well being, and my wife is the same way, uh, where she is working out and she's seeing her body get back to what it was uh, back in your high school years, even, even better, you know, how toned and muscular she is now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, definitely, um, it, it definitely makes me, uh, makes me proud, uh, to, to say mm-hmm. that, you know, I've been at least a small part of that and watching her continue to do that. And, and especially in front of our kids too. Um, you know, she works out a lot in front of her kids when she's watching them throughout the day. So, uh, you know, having them see her, see mom be really active. Um, it's, it's just amazing. That's super cool. Love hearing that. Now, question is, what's some advice you have for new guys who are starting out um, who maybe have some of that negative self-talk, guys who are over 300 pounds, guys who are busy like you at a stage where they have active kids and families and they don't have a lot of time? What's some key advice you have in the beginning stages to help people gain some traction and be successful with this? Sure. So, you know, at the end of the day, you have to find them what, what motivates you what you what are you going to to get out of this program? What do you want in life? What do you what do you see yourself? You know, if, in two years, five years, ten years from now, you know, if you feel that you need to get into better shape, you know, for for again for your family for yourself, um, you have to find that commitment. You have to find that reason why you want to do this, and that's what I found has helped me hold on to this and get me through those tough times because there is going to be ups and downs of this program. Um, you're going to have your ups, you know, when you're feeling good, you get your workouts and your weights coming down, but then you're going to have your downs or, Hey, maybe you, you had a little bit too much to eat or you had a piece of cake, uh, where your weight went up a couple of pounds because of it. You're going to have that negative self emotion from that. 
Um, so, so find your reason why. Stick with that, okay? Um, the next thing is, as I kind of said before, you got to submit to the program. Just shut your mind off. Clear your mind of can't. Get up. There's been many a mornings I was my alarm would go off. I did not want to get out of bed to go work out. Um, you know, I was tired. I was all call the night before to get home until one a.m. in the morning. You know, whatever. There are always going to be reasons why you can't do this, and you have to overcome those reasons. You have to again clear your mind of can't. If your feet go, your your mind will follow. And, and so I just <laughs> throw my feet out of bed. And I'd be walking, my head's like, I don't want to do this, don't want to do this, I'm too tired, whatever. But my feet just kept moving, put your shoes on, and once you get going, you know, your your mind changes. So get out of your headspace. You know, you can do yeah. this. You know, you're not gonna you might not lose 27 pounds your first month. That's okay. You wanna see those positive progressions, you know, getting healthier, able to complete the, the program at its full, even if you have to modify, seeing those progressions day after day, week over week, the changes will come, but you, you, the discipline needs to be there a little bit too. You know, that's the other point. You have to be that, have to have that motivation to keep that discipline. And it, to me, it all goes back to your whys. Why are, mm-hmm. why am I here? Why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? And again, in my case, I was doing it for my family. Because again, for myself, I can let myself down, but for my family, I can't let my family down. So that was my reason why. That's what got me out of bed. That's what keeps me coming back to this program. And that's what keeps me going. Dang. That was really good. That was a great answer. I'm I'm very motivated by that. Especially just the the simple fact of like, I love what you said specifically, you know, the mind will follow the feet and just get into action, especially when the mind is not like you're going to flip a switch and you're automatically positive, motivated in every moment. So, so powerful about how action can then reverse into shaping the mindset and, uh, and just staying on it and the reasons why. What's some advice you have for more veteran members, people who've been around the block who may be feeling like they're getting into a sustain and maintenance mode who have tasted a lot of success and, uh, it might be at a phase where they're just, you know, kind of like cruising and want to maintain, but maybe, you know, are kind of in a similar spot to you. What's some advice you'd give for people who've been around the block for at least a year? Yeah. Um, again, go back, revisit your, your mission statement. Okay. Now that you've maybe crushed that mission statement or, or made that into effect, modify it and addendum to it. You know, now I want to do yeah. something, something else. I want to go somewhere else. I, I want to get maybe this, this much better, uh, whether it be stronger, faster, you know, lower body fat. Um, so, so you know, add that addendum to your mission statement, add a new why, um, you know, go back mm-hmm. and recycle. Like I'm getting ready to do. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, going from doing, you know, your peak 11s and your assaults to yeah. go back, going back to, to, to apex 10, there's absolutely nothing yeah. wrong with that. Um, look at crushing times. Go, you know, make your times faster, your weights heavier. Um, you know, maybe don't take those breaks in between. You know, before you're taking 30 second, 60 second break as you need it, don't do it. You know, power through it. All of those positive changes are going to affect your mind mentally and your body physically. Um, and again, where you're going to be better off down the road. So, um, you know, there are periods of time, like you said, in life where, you know, it's going to be kind of power ahead and then slow back down to kind of uh, your, your cruising speed. Um, but once you're ready to power ahead again, recycle back through or jump on your OSM, start a new process mm-hmm. again to make your, your, yeah. your body and your mind better. Another beautiful answer. You're very articulate, my friend. I mean, these are just powerful bites for sure for us to end on. I have two, um, two final questions. One is any shout outs you have for anyone 
on our team or in our brotherhood who is particularly helpful or motivating for you. I think I get the privilege of being able to hear this amazing inspirational story, but I know there's a lot of people on this team and in this brotherhood behind the scenes who have played a role in your life and the success. And now you in sharing this today. So any, any, any people you'd like to mention? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, all, all the fit fathers in the brotherhood, um, they're all there. They're all positive. They're all rooting for you. You know, most of the time you don't know any of them or most of them, you know, you you only know them through the little, the little neighbor or the little picture on Facebook, but they're all there for a purpose. We've all been there. We've all been at the start. We've all had our successes and our failures. We've all been through the ups and downs of trials and tribulations. So if you're having a success, if you're having a, a low moment of your progress, you know, hit that brotherhood. Um, they will be there to lift mm-hmm. you up. They'll, they'll be there to keep you accountable. Um, which, mm-hmm. which, you know, sometimes you need that too, to keep that accountability. Um, I, I've yeah. Shane Dixon. I don't know how he does it. I swear that that's all that he does is he's on Facebook and answering questions because every key always answers, which, which is amazing. Uh, Ben Sterling, shout out to Ben. I've had some questions throughout yeah. the time with Ben and you know, he, he hits him up and gets those questions answered. I, uh, and then, and you know, to you, Dr. A for, for the program that you have, what you do, you're, you're motivating, um, you know, and, and you're inspiring to, to lead it to all of us. So thank you for that. Thanks, brother. That means a ton. And uh, final question is, Brandon, at this point, I mean, you signed up for this fitness program to to change your life and you're kind of here. And I think it's kind of, it's it's amazing to to just think what you can accomplish and that you're now literally on a podcast. I mean, from being on a couch, looking at your phone, thinking you want to make a change. Now you're on a podcast, sharing the success that you've had from putting in the work and now inspiring other people. It's really incredible, this life journey and what we can accomplish and what we can share. And I want to really put a nice bow on this and ask you at this point, what does it mean to you to be a fit father? You know, I hear a lot of guys answer that question and, you know, I I don't get the emotional um, responses from them that I always think. And, you know, to me, it means everything. You know, it literally means everything to be a fit father. Um, You know, to have the health um, for the, for the longevity to have the physical fitness that, Hey, I can be active with my children to make sure that I will be there for my family, for my wife, for my children, to provide for them, uh, and, and protect them, uh, you know, as all fathers are meant to do, you know, that's kind of the definition of a father to raise and protect, uh, provide for your family. The, the, the real, the reality of me being here uh, and having that, you know, potential longevity that, that I'm hoping for. And then I'm really wanting, you know, that's what it means to me is just be there for your family, um, and, and be successful in, in all other areas. So that's what it kind of means to me. I feel truly the significance of those words you shared. And what I, what it feels so true is those aren't just like words and lip service. Like I feel you brother. Like I, I feel the power behind that. And I also just, I just know that a huge reason you've been this successful and will continue to is because you're that connected to what fit father means to you in your life. And this is just, this is deep for you. I feel the roots. I see the fruit. I'm so proud of you. And on behalf of our entire team and our brotherhood, like great job. Thank you again for taking your time to share this story with us. I know a ton of people are going to benefit from this and I really enjoyed our conversation today. I thank you, Brandon. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute honor. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, 
visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.